This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. This is the Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment on the Palin Fin Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Come along for the saltwater shenanigans. Oh yeah, here we are back again. Another episode of Chasing the Tide saltwater segment here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Tonight I got my man, Mike Fiorenza here with me. What's up, brother? What's happening, bro? Oh, it's happening, man. We're just going to talk a, a smorgasbord of, uh, of info tonight. We're going to kind of get into um, the uh, lost art of paddling, it seems like. Um, seems like every time you turn around, you know, there's new and improved pedal drives and, and uh, uh, spot lock trolling motors popping out. But, you know, yeah. deep down and deep down and dirty is uh us redfish guys like to chase the old uh red reds in the marsh via the paddle uh, i like to slide back in there and push pole around and and uh and just creep up on them man you know what what, what do you think about that you know what, what's your say on that i love it i love paddling <laughs> um i, I yeah, most of the water i'm in 90 percent of the time you don't have the ability to use drive anyway Exactly. Um, yeah, even, even, and now I've, I've fished with all sorts of drives. I mean, the Wildy drive, the, the, the Jackson drive, the, the Hobie drive. And I know you can flutter the fins in the Hobie, but, man, I, I know I destroyed that drive in a matter of an hour in half of the uh, <laughs> half of the places I fish. If you saw the yeah, bottom yeah. of my kayaks, that you'd, you'd know why. Um, oh, yeah. So it, I like that one. It's a... Uh, understatement when he says oyster rash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heat gun is one of my best friends. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. He heat gun is when a heat gun is your best friend. You know you're you're dragging through some oysters, uh, trying to get back to that skinny water, find those reds lake with the backs out of the water. You know, cruising, blowing up shrimp and mullet, chasing them all over the place. You know, so you yeah. know that. that that's that's the the soul of kayaking to me. That's where it all started. It started with a paddle, you know. Yeah, I have my drives. I I run, you know, the Flex Drive 3D in Jackson's, and you know, it has its, its purpose in place. You know, fighting the wind and this and that. But uh, you know, I, I like to get back in the marsh and and uh and flow and just kind of just ease through there and creep through there and get some good eats on the redfish and it it's just so much uh so much more like satisfaction in that knowing that i i paddled back there you know five miles to get back to these lakes and i'm back there chasing these fish and i gotta turn around and paddle five miles back way back yeah. way to get back there's more satisfaction in it to me that I'm, I'm able to get out there and still do that um you know so yeah i'm totally for there being plenty of space in the kayaking world to keep them paddle boats coming it seems like some of the companies have kind of gotten away from the longer narrower style boats like the kraken <laughs> 13 5 11 and 11 uh -huh. 5 um some of the other wilderness boats um you know everything's went a little bit shorter and wider for stability you know you want to be able to stand up you know and 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 punch baits and when bass fishing you know you need that stability and all that so you know um i hope we'll see a resurgence of of some uh some narrower uh sleeker kayaks around you know i'm looking looking maybe 2021 for jackson maybe something's going to be sneaking out i don't know we'll have, we'll, have, we'll have to see we'll have to see what's what's in the works uh i know they'll they'll there there's talks of limited runs of the kraken um, that's a fantastic boat yeah uh, yeah, yeah those, those are great boats yeah. uh the 13.5 is super fast but the you know, 11.5 is pretty dang i mean 13.5 is fast and then the 15.5 that's what i'm i got my notes fixed up yeah that thing's a missile 
Yeah, the thirteen five is a smaller one. I got mixed <laughs> up on that for some reason. Uh, I'm brain dead right now. I'm fried from all that sun. I've been getting pretty much fishing every day. I've been chasing those green fish this week. So kind of kind of all off the normal plan of chasing redfish. I've been chasing the bass all week. Uh, man, that, that's it's been on too. It's been some mighty fine fishing. You know this. The water's been crowded. How, how's it been over in your areas? Absolutely. There is there are more people on the water now than I think I've ever seen. Um, there's there's, I mean kayaks and boats and wade fishing and, and bank fishing and it's all over the place. People got people have a lot more time right now. I mean they're yeah they're dealing with this uh, you know like we're all dealing with and uh, you know they're getting out and trying to do stuff. I think yeah, it's good for the sport in the long run. Super good for the sport. I know where uh, some dealers are, are are like selling through all their boats. Like mm-hmm. they're already reordering, you know, and, and the factory at Jackson is is just now getting starting to ramp back up and allow more workers to come in and they're trying to play catch up because um, man, stuff is selling. We thought, okay, this is gonna be a big blow to our sales for the year, this is that, and this and that, and then it's like Man, there's like, I think across the board, everybody, all kinds of kayaks are selling, um, you know? So, I mean, you know, with yeah. all that in general, you know, that you, you go to buy a new kayak, you're going to want to, you know, not just grab some off the wall paddle. You want to actually do some yeah. research and uh, and find something that fits you and fits your kayak, um, you know? So, yeah, uh, what are you paddling with right now? So I have a Werner, a Werner Schooner. Um, yeah. I have oh, yeah. a, uh, I have a hybrid paddle stroke between high angle and low angle, and uh, it's it is the blade that works for me. I'm, I'm yeah. pulling a 240, um, and uh, I, I I dig it. I've got a bending branches too. Um, yeah. I I use that in the wider. That's a 250. I use that in my my wider boats. My my right. ride 115, and sometimes in the tarpon 130x. Um, yeah. So it it's it's good. I like. Yeah. It's funny when you when I first started out, I had a Carlisle paddle, and I had said, "Wow, this was this was really light." And then I got the Werner, and I was like, "You, <laughs> that is no comparison, yeah. right?" Oh, yeah. And, and really, if you're gonna hold a paddle for yeah. six or eight hours, and that's oh, your yeah. motor. I mean, that's your motor. That's your turning. <laughs> your, your mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is everything you do in the water. You are literally holding that. The lighter the paddle. Oh, yeah. The longer you can enjoy being out there. The less less fatigue, for sure. Absolutely. And then I know you mentioned something about the high angle and low angle paddle strokes. For listeners, if you're not familiar with that, you know, a, a, a lower angle, you know, dig into the water is uh, it's more like leisurely uh, pace. It, it, you're just kind of just horizontally kind of going into the digging into the water just real lightly. It, it, you don't get as fatigued as much and everything. And then a, a vertical stroke is you're going to be like fully like digging down and like getting that stroke going and kind of getting the reciprocated motion with that paddle. Or if you have a shorter paddle, say like a whitewater kayak or something, they're going to mm-hmm. use the vertical strokes and dig in and, and, and turn and, and adjust just getting those feather the blades too. Yeah. And you feather the blades a little bit more. Yep. Oh yep. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like you were saying, you know, there's, there's different sizes, there's different mm-hmm. widths. There's different blade configurations. There's different materials. I mean, there's so much out there. You know, get something that's light. I mean, get something that's carbon fiber, you know, fiberglass and carbon reinforced blades. Um, you know, and then by height, I mean, if you're, you know, say your kayak's 29 to 33 inches wide, you know, average size kayaks, you're under 5'5", five five, you know, you could possibly use like a 235 or 240. Then on up from there, say if you're 5'6 to 5'11, you know, 240, 245-ish centimeters, that is. That's what they measure the kayaks in. I mean, the kayak paddles are measured in centimeters. So, And then say six, you're six foot tall and you got, you know, 29 to 30, three-inch wide kayak, you probably go a 250 to 260. And then it all kind of goes up from there. Say if, like the big rig that I fish out of is 40 inches wide. Plus the elevated I, seat. I'm 5'9 and a half and some change or whatever and the seats elevated and so even though i I do paddle that boat a lot um you know i got a 255 or a 260 that's what i would go with 
you know, because you want to be able to make adjustments and stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be have a short paddle and you're banging your freaking knuckles on the gunnels when you're trying to turn and stuff. Uh, that yeah. can't happen. So, uh, yeah, just something to look into, you know, something like that. Um, you know, just just go grab a few at one of your local dealers, man. Just go pick up a couple. Don't go. I mean, if you know, see the difference. Even at Academy, some of the other you know, Magellan and some of the other lower end bending branches or, or other paddles they'll have in stock there. You'll be able to tell a difference. You know, you'll go pick up that, that aluminum uh, shaft, aluminum shaft, with nylon, the black blades, blades. nylon yeah. blades, and you'll pick that up and you'll pick one of those carbon fiber ones up and you'll be like, whoa, you know, there's a huge difference. So for anybody that's looking into getting into kayak fishing, you know, you, you there, there's things you gotta, you know, take it to uh, consideration being that you know if you are going to have a paddle craft that's your mode of uh propulsion you know you don't want to <laughs> you start getting cramps <laughs> you're stuck <laughs> you know and then this then it all comes down to you know uh safety on the water and you know researching you know what all you have to have with you on the water too i mean there's there's so many people out there that are trying to get in, that are getting into kayak fishing, that are just going and buying, um, you know, just to start a kayak to get going. Yes, I started in a a, a Perception a Caster 12.5. Yeah, I started in one of those um, yellow, uh, you know, small sit-on top kayaks. And uh, I ended up doing like a black fade on the nose and the uh, – bow and stern it, it, so Yellow everybody would, would call it the bruised banana so <laughs> <laughs> and i car topped it on the top of a little uh you know a little hatchback too so everybody was cracking up and uh you know when i first started when i got into it, i didn't know i didn't know any better you know i i did buy a decent paddle and i figured it all out you know but but with the the um influx of so much information on the internet youtube videos podcasts <laughs> websites and everything you could do some research and really get you know understand what all you need to have on the water i'm going to tell a little story back in in the in the you know the it was in january late january early february <clears throat> i was launching at a at a particular place where i like to go chase some pretty pretty big trout that time of year and there was four or five guys you know, had got out of trucks and they were loading, unloading these, you know, they had a couple of catch 100s and some little mm-hmm. kayaks and it was well before sunrise. And, you know, I'm on, I'm getting mine rigged up. I get my light turned on. You know, I got all my stuff, got my PFD, got everything ready. You know, in Texas, you got to have a signaling device like a whistle or a horn or something with you. Also, you have to have that 360 light on and visible uh, in uh, twilight hours and before, you know, before dawn and after dusk. And uh, these guys, you know, I was just, you know, trying to help. Hey, man, how are y'all doing? You know what? And they were asking, you know, about the, you know, they saw I had like more than one rod. And they're like, dude, how many rods? <laughs> you know, like, I got a topwater rod. I got a one with a corky fat boy. I got one with a plastic. You know, I don't like to retie when I'm on the water. It, it, Efficiency. Wait, you're wasting time. You got to be organized. Everything has to be within arm's reach, you know. And so um, I was like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, you got PFD. You know, you got to have one with you. If you don't wear it, it's still got to be on your kayak. Are, are y'all y'all good to go on that? No, man, we don't even have no PFD. We don't got no life jacket. I was like, well, I said, the game warden's going to love you if he <laughs> happens to roll up on that. y'all. I said, y'all got lights? And they're like, no, man, we don't got lights. I said, dude, we just had somebody get ran over by a boat like freaking not even two months ago. And uh, he didn't have a light. He didn't have PFD. And the, 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 the guy died, you know? And they're like, whoa. I was like, yeah, man. I said, yeah. So... There's a lot of that out there where that uh, people are just going and getting into, you know, it's awesome. We got people getting into our sport, but you, you have to know the essentials. But you, know, you have to go and check everything out and, and get, you know, familiar with what all you're going to need on the water. You never know what can happen on the water. And yes, I surf. I surf my whole life. I've traveled Lots of places since I lived in Hawaii. I surfed big waves. I surfed big sunset beach. I surfed pipe, not giant pipe, but I surfed pipe. I, I mean, I surfed some good waves and big waves. Yes, my leash is on my ankle and my board is tethered to me. And that's my means of flotation. If I get separated from my board, if my leash breaks, I'm in trouble. I got to mm-hmm. swim. And that's why I can swim. I was a water 
Um, I did some water survival instruction in the Marine Corps. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You know, I, I know how to swim. I'm a waterman. I've been around the water my whole life. So with that saying, you know, it's like, man, I, I really would like to get an initiative going to where this kayak safety is pushed a little further because, you know, you start talking about PFDs on message boards and groups and people start, well, I ain't got to wear it. It's, it's like making me wear a seatbelt. Well, yeah, I wear a seatbelt in a car too. I well, you don't, a... do you wear a PFD when you surf? I said, no, but I got a leash with my surfboard attached to me. Yeah, you, you got know? a flotation device. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's our responsibility. I, I really do. And, yeah. And, and I haven't met many kayakers out there that, that are either fishing for quite a long time or in a tournament, in or out of a tournament scene that aren't willing to bend over backwards and share information yeah, and help exactly. people out. So exactly. that the tragedies don't happen so that you know it, all the stuff that we've learned over the years yeah we're, we're willing to to share yeah. but i also yeah. think it's it's our responsibility because you're right there's a lot of new a lot of new growth in the sport and they're, they're buying you know they're buying entry levels entry level gear and they may yeah. not know exactly what they yeah. need exactly um, I mean, just think about some of the places we fish. There's gators all over the place. So you go in and no PFD and knock yourself out. You're a floating chunk of meat, you, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you, there's, there's, it is our responsibility to, to safely message. Yeah. And it does bother me when I start seeing on the, on threads and on posts that, you know, people are heckling other people for wearing pipes. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it goes the other way too, though. If you're, if you're seeing a post that or seeing something that the guy yes. isn't wearing it, don't heckle him about it. Right. Approach it professionally. Approach yes. it reasonably yeah. like a like a civilized person and have a conversation with. I mean, you can't change right. anybody's mind, but right. you can, you know, at yeah, least that's like with those, I tried. those kids that morning. Mm -hmm. I you know, I wasn't trying to force feed them anything. I was just, hey man, y'all might need to think about this next time or or, or mm -hmm. look into what all you need for for uh, getting on the water and staying safe on the water, because that's the main concern. We don't, I don't want to be hearing about another casualty out there on the water when when it could have been avoided, you know, with a with a light and a and a PFT and something that, you know, uh, a float plan, um, you know, a bug out bag. I mean, that stuff's gonna happen. Weather changes in Texas. If you don't like it, wait five minutes. I mean, it, it, it's 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 crazy. You can find yourself in some sketchy situations with the wind and the and and uh, storms popping up on you and stuff like that. I mean, stuff like that's going to happen. Weather is forecasted. It's not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Always remember that. Um, being sur a surfer, you know, my whole life, I mean, I'm basically a, a amateur meteorologist because I, I, I tracked maps. I would watch storm systems for swells. And, and that's the same thing when you flip it over to fishing. You, I look at that tidal movement and, and uh, you know, weather patterns and everything. I look at the maps and want to see what all's happening, you know, with the wind, the isobars uh, and the wind direction and speed. You know, I, I look at all of that kind of stuff, you know. So I, I'm glad we, we we dove into this a little bit because it's something that, that weighs on my mind a lot is, is trying to help these uh, these anglers, you know, just getting into the sport, oh, uh, getting into kayak fishing, you know. So um, that's what's cool. You know, Mike's a fellow uh, – a fellow contributor to uh, Saltwater Angler, which is a, a, a Texas magazine, well, it's available in Louisiana now too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we contribute some articles and stuff, and you know, we we always are are you know, being a part of Jackson, I do have to have my PFD on, and it's just it just rolls over from tournaments too, because in all in tournaments, it's required to be on at all times. You'll get your fish if it's an online event and it's unzipped, you're getting DQ. Your fish you are get DQ'd. 
thrown out of a you get thrown yeah. out of a kayak once and it should make it, you know you shouldn't be in that situation yeah. in my opinion to start with you should always have a right. but yeah. if you get thrown out of your your kayak once you're going to realize how important that is really quick yes uh, i mean in deep water <clears throat> you're yeah. going to rely on it i mean to get yeah. gear back in and get back on you're going to rely on that flotation um you get tired real quick trying to get back into a kayak and get gear in while you're treading yep. water and trying to gather. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, in shallow water, it hurts. When you hit the bottom in eight and ten inches of water, it yeah. hurts. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're, there, there's, there's unlimited upside to wearing them. All yeah, the well, time, all also, the if you're in that, that, the back marsh areas with that silty mud mm-hmm. and you got your PFD on and you're in a foot of water, but the mud's up to your neck, if you were yeah. to fall out, you got that PFD on. Mm-hmm. That could that could make a difference right there. Also, Absolutely. big time. Absolutely, I, and a I lot of them it. are they're designed to roll you over too. This is something yes. that a lot of people don't talk about. Yep. Good PFDs are designed to roll you over so that you're not face yes. first down. So in case right. you you hit a gunnel or you hit something on the way down and knock yep. yourself out, that PFD yep. will roll you over so you're face up. Yes. And a lot of people don't think about that or talk about that, but it's that's, that's, correct. that's what it's made to be what it's made to do and there's so many options out there now that are comfortable um you know they, they've come a long way over the years you know coca tat um <clears throat> makes some good stuff uh mm-hmm. uh nrs which is what i wear a uh, chinook um and they got the rack raku um it's a thin backed one you know the 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 chinook has the higher back with a mesh underneath that kind of don't interfere with your seat back and everything and it's mm-hmm. you know it's not as hot as some of those traditional ones that have a full back and everything so I mean, there's all kind of little gear pockets and little lanyard tile points for your, 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 you know, your snips and your, you know, your, your knife to go on there and your little pockets for your whistle and whatever else you want to throw in there. Yeah, yeah they've come a long way over the the, the first one I had. <laughs> I will tell you, with the inflatables, the automatic yeah. inflatables, um, you put them in your hull. Make sure you're not getting any water in your hull. When oh, those yeah. things go off inside of the hole, it, it will scare the bejesus out of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I, I like to have my pockets. I like to have all my stuff, especially tournament fishing. You like to have, I have a lanyard for my phone where it goes and where I can pull it out and access my phone real quick to t- take my pictures, especially for bass tournaments or online, uh, like the KBF does for kayak bass fishing. Actually, has a redfish challenge series also. Um, so, you know, it, it, I like to have all my stuff accessible. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know the the, the self inflatables are, are a lot lighter and maybe a little bit cooler, but I don't know something about just having that that foam on I me. Use, I use it when it's fun and I'm going yeah. with one or two rods and it's it's I don't need to worry about any of that. But you're right, yeah. tournament or anything that yeah. you need gear wise, it also yeah. stores all your gear for you. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's good to have that. Yep. Damn, damn mm-hmm. Skippy. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we talked a little bit about um, paddling. Talked a little bit mm-hmm. about some paddles. A little bit about some safety gear. It's just a little smorgasbord today, so we're going to get on into what we call a, a tackle box confessionals right here, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, you know, we'll dive into your little tackle tray, what you have on your kayak, Mike. Uh, recently, what's uh, been working the past few weeks? Like <clears throat> some of that. I- I go with four rods, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty consistent going four rods. I have a walking top water, top water bait. I have a uh, – and that changes sp- sporadically throughout the day, color, sound, size. Um, and I have a rod that I start out with a hunchback on. Um, that rod will end up with – if nothing's going on with a hunchback, that rod will end up with a chatterbait on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, then I have a tail, and then I've got a spinning rod with a popping cork. So those are my four. It's it's consistent. If I can't catch fish with one of those four, I'm in the yeah. wrong area, and, and I need to I need to go find different fish. Yeah, need to uh, move to some uh, productive water. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Same thing. And uh, as far as walking baits go, what what are you throwing? You're throwing some like a, a spook, super spook juniors, spook uh, juniors, uh, spook juniors, uh, super spooks, uh, one knockers. Um, yeah. I've been kind of change it up. Yeah, a lot, depending on what the fish want. <laughs> I've, and I've been throwing a lot of uh, uh, the custom baits. I know that you're, you know, you're you're 
throwing the salt, what, salty plugger? Salty plugger. Yeah, salty Chris, Chris has been hooking Chris's it up. Base, and they look awesome. Um, yeah. I've been throwing a lot of it available to me um, and through Anglers Anonymous, uh, right. uh, uh, Adam's Custom Baits. Yeah. He's, been, he's been cranking out some, yeah. some awesome-looking top-order baits as well. Yeah, did you see um, those ones I, I put up the other day? I got him some of the, the bone and his fluorescent orange bellies. Oh, man. Uh-huh. I, I can't wait to get them out there. Yeah. Those They're going to kill them. So, those, white, those white ones look good, too. It's like a white ghost. I have bass, a, bass are going to eat them. <laughs> I, have an, I have an issue with these snakeheads um, that I, I'm having. I'm having. I'm cursed with those things. I've had so many fish come up and push up behind them or smack at them and not hit them. And I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten them to the point where I'm right by the side of the boat and I'm watching them look at the thing and then they'll turn off. And it's well, just like, I don't know if it's the sound or I don't know what huh. it is. But, uh, you know, I don't have that. It, I think it's mental. It's me. It's, it's, it's a confidence issue. Um, I got to get, got to get better with those. Uh, are the, the, the snake heads, are they a true one knocker? Or are they the ones where they have a, a one ball bearing in the body and then in the head they have four little BBs? So it's the four two, little BBs in the head. Yeah. yeah, it's a little different one. Two okay. tones. Yep. Yeah. It's got and, two and tones it, in them. It pulls them out of the grass. I mean, there, there's yeah. no question. You could see them come out yeah. of the grass, but then they don't want to seem to commit to it. So I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm committed to we're going to make that one work because I'm a little bit stubborn. They. <laughs> They eat them over here pretty good. I know they do. <laughs> I know. I've been crushing them on them, man. Yeah, but, but you know he Chris does the the spook juniors too. He'll do the super spooks. He does some skitter walk profile baits and yep. and and paints them all up. He's actually doing plastics now. Some he's got that. some some kick the kickbacks or the I, no I'm thinking grande baits kickback shad. <laughs> he's got a boot tail the boot tail shad. It looks it's like a pretty big swim bait so it's something different um you know it's it's uh he's doing he's taking off pretty good he's got you know he's pushing out some orders and stuff and getting them done you know like that uh that white colored one though man i gotta get that one out there i caught i caught some bass on it yesterday nice yeah they came up they came up and crushed it pretty good because it's got uh it's got the uh, the black nickel hooks on it, so this you don't okay. really have to. It'll it, it pairs well in, in the fresh I was water. In Galveston, uh, I was in Galveston this weekend fishing, and uh, I I called out a gar with the top water, and I'm like, oh no, please no, <laughs> <laughs> no. no, 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 especially the big no. nasty ones. Ugh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, you ever you have a mouthful of those teeth and in, in a. In a to hook a super spook it's a it's not fun to get out but. no no not at all uh-uh <laughs> uh-uh didn't it uh didn't it poach one of your fish off your stringer snatched a 22 inch trout off my stringer we were, we were having a couple of us oh, were having a fun man. little fun tourney and yeah. uh we we all hung out at my buddy's house there in in uh, uh jamaica beach oh cool and we we just ran out and ran, went running around galveston island state park area and yeah. uh yeah, he came. I, I, it was funny. I was looking at him. I'm like, well, maybe I should try to catch him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had thrown in the uh, thrown in a plastic, and when I twitched, he he spooked and spun and got me all wet. And he went around behind, and you know, paddling him. I, I'm starting to turn, look, going, man, he's going after my. Fa-. Boom. He Good. took that trout off that stringer so fast. And I'm like, you're kidding me. Uh, How big was he? <laughs> Probably about four, just over four, four feet. But gosh, dang, that'd have been a good fight on the his on head. The trout. Was, you know what I mean? Yeah. His, like that. So I mean, his, he was a good sized guy. But he, he he came out he came out of a pocket chasing that that uh, uh, one knocker. Yeah. <laughs> so he you came out. That, of, he, he I saw that push. Wake. I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's so, a big old <clears throat> redfish. That's what I thought. <laughs> And then, you know, they come up to the surface. Yeah. And push, as soon as he came yeah. up to the surface, like, oh, no, get away from that. <laughs> Shoot. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, there's, we had a good bit of rain over there, too. Pushed a lot of fresh water. It did. Everything. And, uh, you know, we got it all over here also. Um, that that uh, some, some systems it affects 
you know, weird with the runoff and stuff. But then some of the some of the marshes um, and some of the sand sandy areas and stuff where all the little fiddlers are at and everything, and it, 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 it that water clears up a little bit. You know, I've I've had some instances like that after the rain and the redfish were all. I mean, it was you could taste redfish it. Don't it was, care. It was pretty sweet, and they were all up in there too. They were all up in like just overflowed, you know, flats, you know, from yeah. the rain, and they were just all up pushed up in there. So, you know, they they have no preference really. They don't care. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. They're like it's water. Well, your 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 um your setup's pretty much, you know, I'm I'm running about the same thing as far, you know, um my tackle box right now in my in my kayak what i'm taking with me you know i got a rod with a top water it could be a snakehead could be a one knocker um yeah. a holographic bone has been working really good uh what he calls a uh, uh, baby trout and uh texas croaker on the salty pluggers been 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 prime um pink and silver always a good color to go with for the trout yeah. <laughs> this time of year in the potholes and uh you know soft plastics i got a, a cotto green uh, yep. <laughs> depending on watercolor, Cotto Green Blaze Shad, and then that um, SBR Trash. It's my favorite color. On, on the on on the Redfish Magic, I got a mm -hmm. Redfish Magic or Chatterbait. I run a you know mm -hmm. I'll, I'll throw a Chartreuse Chatterbait with a gold blade in the in the dirtier water in, in some of the bayous and stuff around where I'm targeting fish. And like you, know, you said a hunchback. Every now and then, you know, mm -hmm. there's a little bit of structure, some grass lines with some little ambush points you know the key thing with the redfish is the ambush point you know they they, they like to be set up to where they can crush something yep. you know you know little indentures in the grass points you know little sandbar the pockets pockets yeah stuff like it's that almost, it's almost time for the frogs and the creature baits and the texas rig stuff to get back up into this oh yeah when we get those higher tides <laughs> coming yeah i got yep. plenty of the Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off the white frogs. I, I, I'm ready. Um, you know, I made some of my own inline yeah. buzz baits and, uh, they have white, uh, zoom horny toads on there. I'm actually going to tie some with uh, a gold spoon on them. Nice. That'd be good. And it's, they're Flip skirted. It so a skirt and a spoon. It's a spoon with uh, so weedless spoon with skirt off the back. And then it'll have the 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 double buzz counter rotating buzz blades in front of it. Nice. Bass, bass strike strike king used to make those back in the day, and I used to crush the crush bass on them in the lily pads. Um, and it was like a leopard frog colored with a yellow blade. But I got some I got some blades coming. I got some of the spoons coming. I have some black ones with nice. black skirt. I have a, a gold one with chartreuse skirt. So I, I'm all I'm curious to see what the redfish are going to do to that. I I, I have a feeling I have a feeling they're going to hammer it. So, yeah, I'm gonna make some. <laughs> I got a little heavier wire coming to be to uh, put in a jig and get it all twisted up and ready and and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to put those out there and see see how they do. I have, have to do an update on that. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, the old faithful you always got a spinning rod with a with a popping cork uh either yeah, this, a uh you know a just a plastic swim bait or or gold mana shrimp <laughs> i don't remember we talked about it last time but i've, I've run uh um uh, junior mm -hmm. and run a 12 or 14 inch lead off the back with a yeah. uh, egw hook mm -hmm. and rig rig a soft plastic I, you know can't even lure yeah rig a blazing shad weedless and you're working the top water and behind yeah. it is that you know is that plastic darting all over yeah. the place like, like yeah. a jerk bait. Um, yeah 
it has worked really good coming along grass lines. Yeah. Uh, especially recently. This is the time of year that, that, that they work yeah. really good. I forgot what it's actually called. Somebody has one out there. It's packaged. It has the lure itself, and it doesn't have any hooks in the top water, but it has the leader with the jig head. And, yeah. and uh, it's made by somebody down in uh, South Texas. Uh, 312 lure or something. I don't know. So I, I can't remember what it's called. When I know I, I know it's something out there. Yeah, yeah, when I get top order that's absolutely beat, it'll go to it'll transition to that. So. Yeah, it does. I got a couple of those that I just can't let go of and, and they still catch fish no matter that the half the color is ripped off the sides and, and everything. It's uh I'm convinced every <laughs> once in a while there's a sound. Every once in a while you get a lure that just has the sound. I got a I got a one knocker and holographic bone that is like that, and I just keep changing the I've changed hooks in that thing I guarantee over a dozen times that's how many hooks I've been through on there. <laughs> yeah. well, and that's a key tip for everybody out there listening to those. If you buy those stock uh, Spook Juniors, change your hooks. Four time four times hooks. Yeah. Four times hooks on. You'll be heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Show a wheel, it'll sneak up on you when at least expect. Well, you know, um, all this COVID mess kind of messed up my schedule for the year. I know it affects us. You know, Mike's my uh, redfish tournament partner. Um, we uh, we had some big plans this year, uh, yes, chase some, you know, uh, and then with this COVID 19 crap, kind of threw a wrench in everything, everybody's plans and events, and they you know, change some dates and everything. So um, we got a few kicking back off we were going to talk about. Um, so we're going to get into that, a little tourney talk right here. So, you know, like I said, at the beginning, it's just a little smorgasbord of info in this uh, episode. Just wanted to come and uh, just have a leisurely chat and put it out there in podcast land. <laughs> <laughs> so what we got coming up this weekend? I know we got something coming up Saturday the 23rd. That's saltwater, saltwater survival. Saltwater survival series. Twenty third. Yep. Mr. Daniel Hayes and the guys, Nicholas Gibson and him putting this one on. Uh, that should be the redfish tournament. They do have a, a side pots available and everything. Well, they got a they got a big trout, a spot pot, a slam pot, and and then a big flounder <clears throat> pot too, right? Some, possibly, I'm not sure. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, but yeah, they uh, it's a good event. It's run out of uh, uh, San Leon. Yep. Yeah, Sunset Lounge. That's where the cat the weigh-in will be. Uh, two redfish stringer. Right, two redfish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Live, 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 live redfish weigh-in. <laughs> yes. If they're not live, you get a a, a little deduction. Yeah, we're real. Yeah. So yeah, that's coming up this uh, Saturday, the twenty third. Go check them out. Uh, SaltwaterSurvivalSeries.com. You can look it up online and get the info. Go over it. They got a Facebook page. Hit them up. Go check it out. And then <laughs> the week after. That's going to be our first kickoff, right? The 30th. Yeah, I should be able to fish that one. That's our saltwater salt angler. Saltwater angler right. series, the one-day event for the kayaks. Um, it's a team event. $300 entry. Looking forward to that. Yep. I need Quite to honestly, I'm, I'm looking go. forward to being getting back out and seeing back out. Of, yeah. Seeing a lot of our uh, uh, seeing all uh, the fishing buddies. All our, all our friends and everything get back <laughs> onto it yeah i'll be looking forward to that one they they were supposed to have one this past weekend but the weather uh, caused them to cancel so that got pushed back to uh october so it looks like we'll be making uh, a few of these events um, i know i started a maintenance maintenance turnaround at work on the 15th of june so i'm gonna be out of pocket for about 40 days <laughs> unless i can Finagle. I told him I'm finagling some time off because in uh, July the 12th, uh, we have the IFA kayak tour coming to Port Lavaca. And what's Port Lavaca? 
Hometown. Hometown oh, fishing it's, stuff. It's my home waters. It's my home <clears throat> waters. So I'm excited for that one. When I saw that one on the schedule, I was like, oh, shoot, it could be a blessing, could be a curse. but It's going to be a fun event. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a fun Ooh. event. Yeah. We'll see how that one pans out. Um, that's on a Sunday. Uh, yeah. I believe so. Is it a Sunday? I should have got all Another. my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sun, Sunday the 12th. They run the boat division on Saturday um, and the kayak division on the Sunday. That's Sunday. what it is. Yes. Sunday the 12th. So, unless it changes, because it was scheduled for March. And then it, uh, you know, with everything happening and everything went down, it got pushed to July. They kind of rearranged their schedule everywhere. Same thing with the bass side of things, you know. Start stuff starting to kick back off. You know, we got some tournaments kicking off too. Uh, you know, cats is this weekend. Uh, kayak anglers tournament series. Um, they're on Fayette this weekend. Um, I, I actually took off work to fish that one. Um, I would love to fish the saltwater survival series, but I don't think me trying to fish over here in my area and trying to fight holiday weekend traffic. Memorial Day weekend traffic up to San yeah. Leon, Galveston. And then so get I can weigh in at five, six, seven o'clock, and then don't get home till ten. I have to work in the morning. I I, I think I'd rather drive an hour and ten minutes to Fayette and, and fish. Maybe I don't Fayette's know. A fun we'll life. see what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah I'm going in blind fun. though. I'll be going in blind. I didn't get a chance to pre-fish. Um, so we'll just see. Just kind of, you know, I don't I don't really like to fish historically from what I this time last year i did just really good this time last year on fed but things change uh just have to wait and see <laughs> see how see how it pans out who knows i'm, I'm up just, in the air i'm up in got, the air you gotta let me know how how uh, that lake is always pressured i mean it's yeah. always oh, pressured yeah. there's always a tournament on it there's two or three heck almost every kayak tournament we've fished on it there's a well, boat tournament yeah. or two boat tournaments two. going on at the same well, time well there's some new stuff going on now there there's people launching and going by and you know the little sun dolphins and this and that and they're paddling around to the banks and they're getting out and cast netting tilapia are you kidding me no have you seen the hogs up on the bank around oh, yeah. that lake uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, you see the bobcats. Bobcats. The bald, bald eagles, coyotes, whatever, everything. Yeah. There's all kinds of wildlife, but they get out and wade along the bank and are casting it in these, these, uh, these, where these beds are at for the tilapia. Man. It's like, you know, they, they got to be catching bass in there too. Absolutely. You know, I know there's been yeah. some issues, issues with them just, that's, they're out there casting it and all that stuff. So they're pretty much shutting down that area for a shallow water bite. <laughs> well, you know? the good thing is they probably don't go all the way across the lake or, or make the long runs. Uh, I, they're all up and down that one side from uh, Park Prairie all the way to the oh. almost to the spillway. No kidding. Yeah, to the discharge. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Man, I yep. tell you. And hearing some stories about that. Yeah, that lake's a lot of fun. Bass drop's fun. We got a... Uh, uh, Southeast Texas on Bass Drop in June coming up. Conroe was this past weekend, right? Conroe was this past weekend. Yeah, had some good numbers turned in. Uh, I think Brandon Malley busted uh, busted 100 inches on that one. And uh, my boy Tony, uh, Tony had a big bass. Tony, right? Tony had big bass. Tony Sebring, my boy Jeff Isham, uh, finishing the money, um, second place. Tim Robin, he did, but cast him a check. D and D guide service, good guy, good fellas, right there. See, that's um, I, I, that's me. I, I live in between Lake Woodlands and Conroe. Oh so yeah, those are my those are my uh, freshwater uh, yeah jaunts. I should have yeah, fished that tournament. I'm uh, kicking myself in the rear. I, I that tournament. I should have fished that. We I hosted our uh, paddle and fin. We had a, a bracket series of tournaments um, that where all the hosts were battling it out together. And what you listeners out there in podcast land, some of y'all will know this. Um, it was uh, a bracket to fill out, just like the March Madness brackets. You know, you, you fill out your bracket, who you think is going to win. And then we have all these awesome sponsors that have gave us these. We organized these prize packs first through seventh place. And it was free to enter. 
that's free to enter this. And think about it. First place gets like $1,500 worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was free. So there was a couple of matchups Saturday. I fished my matchup Sunday. Luckily, I won. I'm, I'm down to the final round of the championship round. There's a loser's bracket still. So the top three from the three matchups, the three that won, we we face all off each other in the championship round. And whoever wins there goes to the final matchup. The other two go to the loser's brackets. And they'll um, they'll be battling it out on the loser's side of the brackets. And then whoever wins the loser's brackets faces the championship round winner, which hopefully will be me. I'm trying. I'm trying to get money's there. on you, man. Money's on you. I don't know. I hope so, man. I've been, I've been, I'm on a little roll. Got some good water. I've been fishing. Choke Canyon's been real good to me. So, um, and I get signal over there. So I think that's my next stop for the next round. So it's been fun, man. It's it's a cool thing. It's it's just fun. And it's live stream. So, you know, the pressure's on you. Your people are watching and you know, you're, you know, you got questions yeah. coming in your ear. You got your earbuds in. You got questions. And, man, my main thing was, like, don't stop fishing to talk. Just keep casting. Talk while you're casting. I can multitask. There ain't no problem with that. So it's all good. But I was like, man, how cool would that would be? Because, you know, there's that same thing's going on with Scott Butcher from uh, Westbrook Wednesday. He's got some yeah. stuff going on with the Five Live. Five Fish Live. Yeah. They just had a championship. Cody Milton won. Um, Jackson Ward got second. It was a good turnout, man. We had some awesome anglers over there. And that and it was a good experience. And then, you know, I was I was throwing some bones out there. You know, Amanda Brandon from KBF was the judge. And uh and I, I you know, she was commenting <laughs> on some stuff and this and that. And she judges a lot of the Redfish Challenge series through the KBF. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like, Redfish Firefly? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do, let's it. do that. We need to do that. So really, I, I would I would like to organize some sort of a, a redfish bracket tournament. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline where it would oh, be, be excellent. online, you know, you draw, you make the bracket, kind of like the kayak bass bracket tours do it now. There's another, there's another thing that started from this whole COVID crap. Same thing. This, this guy's got a brackets, north, south, east, west brackets. And these people are paired up fishing each other and they fish down through the brackets till they face, have the championship round. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a cool concept being that, uh, you know, the, the, the main thing about tournaments was that camaraderie and that, meeting up and the caps meet, having fun, having the hamburgers, hot dogs, cooking out after the weigh-in and everything, talking story, having a good time, you know? So all that was kind of nipped in the butt, you know? And it's like, man, so what can we do? So they started these brackets up. We started doing this stuff, you know, they started five live. It, it's been rolling. It's a good thing. It's, it's such a good, good for the growth for yeah. non-endemic sponsors, for non-fishing sponsors to see this, man, these guys are serious. You guys yeah. are serious. We're taking it serious, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, people also don't under they, they they underestimate the impact that it has on you to t- tournament tournament anglers are pseudo um, pseudo uh, adjusted to the fact that you know you're 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 being forced to perform in a window. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. So you know, I come from competitive shooting background, and yeah. that was the always the big thing when that buzzer went off your plan went out the window i mean it was you oh know, yeah that inducing that stress mm-hmm. you have to get used to being under that stress and functioning and well, tournament yep yep tournament guys are, are one thing but then you taking it to the next level with live broadcasting of the of the kayak tournament and uh talk about putting some putting some stress on people oh yeah yeah, and that's the that same thing with surfing, surfing contests. Mm-hmm. You got 15 minutes in the heat. You're supposed to get your best three waves. You know, yep. you don't know them waves are going to come to you, and no waves the same. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. You don't know what trick, you don't know what turns you're going to be able to do on that wave. Same thing skateboarding. I can go through, okay, I'm going to do these tricks and this tricks and this trick. And, and that, that time for me to make my run in that bowl, and I go blank. But yep. you had to prepare yourself, just like 
you know, I, I, I can't say it enough. Mental preparation is like a huge part of tournaments. And, and you know, and then out of that extra pressure cooker of being live and, and having to deal with streaming and you got people asking questions on the comments and you got people, you know, the hosts are relaying it back to you. Man, it was it's like crazy. It's crazy. And it was fun. It was, <laughs> it was fun to watch. It's it exciting. Watch. It's exciting. I couldn't believe my dad I was like, man, I watched the whole thing. I was like, oh, cool. Then my wife and daughter, they were like, man, we got on there and watched it too. I said, yeah, I know it's bad, but still, it's still fun. It's fun. It's pretty dang fun. I had a good time. Good time interacting with everybody. It was really cool. So, man, dude, I appreciate you jumping on here with me tonight. Uh, kind of just uh, uh, cover all segment tonight. Just kind of all over the board. throwing some stuff out there. You know, just just uh, just a smorgasbord of information. That's what we're gonna call it. You know what we need to do at the end at the end of the tournament season? We need to go back and I'm gonna start assembling a recap. I'm going to recap all these major tournaments and yeah. you know, who won and what was going on and, and get a get an end-of-year recap put together. Yeah, we're going to try to do that. that. That sounds like a good idea. We'll do a, a end-of-the-year recap for the saltwater side. Yeah. Um, I know I know some of the some of our hosts uh, do the, 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 the reel down mm-hmm. um, segment and, and update all the freshwater side of things. But, yeah, that's why I said uh, we're going to get some – some saltwater results and all that start start getting after it on our side of things. So that'll be cool to add, have something to look forward to. Uh, we got these tournaments coming up, so I hope to see you everybody out on the water. Mike, I thank you for coming on with me tonight. And uh, thank y'all to the listeners. Man, y'all, uh, man, don't forget to, uh, to rate. Give us some five stars. You know, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And we appreciate every one of you out there listening to this podcast so dustin from chasing the tide tournament partner partner mike right there we wish you a fine fishing excursions coming up hope to see y'all on the water we'll catch y'all next time later peace thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle and fin don't forget to go check out our website at paddle the letter n and fin.com don't forget to check out the youtube channel at paddle and fin if you got a question comment want to hear from a future guest on a future episode feel free to email us at paddle the letter n and fin at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on social media at paddle and fin on facebook and instagram shout out to our show supporters angler the angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water shout out to rocktown adventures located in northern illinois for all your kayaking camping and hiking needs trc covers protect your investment catch products shout out to catch products go to catchproducts.com and put the paddle in fin logo directly on your catch board shout out to Jigmasters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com use promo code pnf20 and save 20 percent on all your jig and tackle needs